Let's see. Yeah, it's Edgy Rome. Welcome to the Sirius Seminar for February 24th. Uh, it's my pleasure to introduce Professor Zhukai Zhao, who comes up from the Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Uh, Professor Zhao is a graduate of the University of Nebraska and spent some time in industry before joining the faculty at IUPUI. Uh, come to us and we'll be talking to us today about a secure approach to biometric-based authentication. Professor Thank you. So thanks, you know, uh, Chris, you know, invite him, you know. Also thank you, you know, attending the seminar, you know. Uh, so let's have some questions first, okay. Um, have you ever, you know, experienced the pain or frustration of using password? Always. <laughs> right? <laughs> Always. <laughs> when you forget a password or, you know, right, you want to log in, you know, at uh, that time you couldn't, you know, <laughs> remember your password, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, Let's uh, this you know we we try to you know address some kind of these issues. Uh, let's go some more overview. Uh, overview. Then let's look at some related work. Uh, then we propose a new you know biometric based uh, technique. Uh, then some uh, preliminary results. Also you know we will see you know how we can extend uh, this work. Uh, okay. uh, why? Okay. It seems that it's too. Uh, one to here is okay. Oh, it's because that's the screen's reflective. It's reflective not a screen, and so you won't be able to use a laser pointer. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, that's fine. You know. So normally, you know, for the user authentication, we know, in fact, it's the first gate of defense, right? You need a, no matter you know log into what kind of system, you need. A, uh, authenticate first. Uh, but, uh, typically, we have three, you know, this authentication method, uh, bigger big class. Okay, one is what you have, what you are, and what you know, right? Uh, so what you have is, you know, such as you have a, a smart card. What you know is, you know, password, right? And what you are. Uh, but we know this. Uh, uh, what you have. Uh, what you have, this could be lost, right? Uh, you have a smart card, it could be lost, it could be stolen, right? Uh, if uh, what you know, your password, right? Your password could be forget, uh, forgetting, then you could, you know, your password could be somebody, you know, break it, right? Uh, break it. Uh, so, also, you know, sometimes you, you need a for password. For different system, right? You couldn't use one password. That's so dangerous, right? You want to have multiple passwords, right? That's much worse. It's very difficult to remember when you which one which, right? Anyway, uh, there are many issues, right? So basically, the painful, you know, uh, it it seems always have a painful experience for this uh, password, okay? So. In fact, there are many, many breaches, right? 
it simulated the news always have some you know bridges uh, uh, because the compromise of the system uh, so many because it's authentication failure okay yeah. uh, so really this biometric uh, you can think this is no matter smart card or you know this password they are not a true identity right anyone they steal your password right uh, that gets your password they could log in as you right it's not a true identity so really it's biometric is your true identity that is what you are right yeah, what you are so uh, also this uh, biometric is intrinsically bounded to the owner right yeah, that's you you know yeah, nobody else uh, that cannot be shared uh, it cannot be lost it cannot be forget right your face is there you know where you go you know take your face right yeah. so also, this biometric is one for all. Uh, a different system, you don't need you know, a different this face, right? Uh, your one face, you can, you know, for any system. Uh, of course, here, you know, uh, typically you have this f uh, fingerprint or what areas or face or whatsoever, right? Mm. So, in the biometric system, the authentication, you see you have that uh, registration face or enrollment, right? Then you have this verification face. I mean, uh, during the uh, enrollment, uh, you have uh, get your biometric, you do some pre-processing, then do some feature extraction, then generate the template, it's called biometric template. Yeah. Then during the verification, you do the same. Uh, you get your biometric, pre-processing, extraction features, then generate a template, then do the comparison, right? Uh, match. Uh, match. Uh, so if match, of course, this match for the biometric, they have some, you know, uh, noisy, right? It's not accurate. You know, the, as long as you satisfy a certain threshold, then you are authenticated. You know, otherwise, you know, rejected. Uh, so here, overall, you know, we mentioned, you know, this biometric is true identity. You don't need a memorization, no forgetting, no loss. Okay, but biometric. It looks very good, right? But biometrics has its own problem. Yeah, own problem. Yeah. One serious problem is, is irrevocable, irreplaceable. Once your biometric is compromised, then you lose your biometrics. Right? You have 10 fingers. You said, OK, I lose these fingers. I have this finger, right? <laughs> but if you have 10 fingers, you, you know, all are stolen, you know, what you use, right? Yeah. So uh, that's a serious issue, you know. Uh, it is, uh, it is. Uh, another is that this is a biometric, such as your face, okay, could disclose some sensitive information. For example, you use your face to do the authentication, right? From your face, they could identify, you know, whether or not you are female or male, even you belong to, you know, your race or whatsoever, you know. Even some health, you know, issues. Uh, they can say, oh, when at this person, at this time, you have some uh, health problem. Uh, so it will have some, they called uh, privacy issue. Uh, privacy issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, this is a biometric, uh, have some false acceptance uh, or false rejection because it's not accurate, 
you download like a password, right? In exactly. Yeah. But this is inherent to biometric nodes. Anyway, so at least these two essential issues. Uh, one is irreplaceable, another is uh, uh, privacy, you know, uh, privacy concern. Uh, how we could address this? Uh, uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, this biometric become more and more appealing, more and more attractive. attractive. Uh, not only because it is convenient, right? Uh, you, you don't need to memorize, you need to carry. Uh, another uh, issue is that another, you know, this is a factor. Let's know this biometric sensor. It seems that uh, it, uh, in many devices, right, you have a biometric sensor. For example, your iPhone, right? Uh, these mobile devices, there are so many, you know, different kind of biometric sensors, uh, cameras, Fingerprint scanners, right? Yeah. So this makes you know. Okay, we use biometric to the authentication is much more you know um, feasible, you know, attractive. Uh, but because these kind of issues, right? There are already some research work on this biometric, uh, this uh, irreplaceability and this uh, privacy issues. Uh, so such as uh, some work is called. Cancelable biometrics, yeah, cancelable. Try to make you know it's cancelable. You know, once you know your biometric template is stolen, you can cancel it. Okay, you get a new one. Okay, uh, such as biometric sorting, also uh, non-invertible uh, transformation. Uh, this is one big class. Another class is this is biometric uh, crypto system, uh, such as key binding, key generation. Uh. So. Uh, so this this kind of you know existing solution, right? Uh, they try to solve these kind of issues. Uh, however, all this uh, solution, existing solution, has a problem. Uh, they either reduce this authentication accuracy, or they require some additional uh, factors, such as they require some pins. Uh, for example, either this biometric sorting, uh, they they require some additional pin. No, this pin will you know sort your you know biometric, yeah, yeah, biometric. Once your biometric is stolen, you get another pin. You know, you get another one. You know, they try to do like that. Okay, uh, so this is the additional. You know, you don't need to remember password, but you need to memorize your pin. No, uh, additional. Also, you know, uh, existing these techniques have some kind of already found some attacks. Uh, attacks. Question. Yeah. So as you look at these risks to having your biometrics stolen. Are you considering having them all uploaded on a server someplace that maybe it's hashed, or are you looking at it from, you know, like something like Fast Identity Online, where they actually encrypt it on your handheld device that you keep in your possession and it can't be hacked if that's feasible? Okay, uh, I, I didn't. Uh, can you repeat your question again? So, one of the reasons you'd want cancelable biometrics is assuming that you know someone has lifted your fingerprint mm -hmm. and can now hack whatever your biometrics is protecting. Yes. Okay, so there's a couple of places you can keep those biometrics. You can keep it on a server someplace, or in the case of there's an alliance called Fast Identity Online, and what they do, for example, if you have it on your phone, mm -hmm. it's, it's encrypted on the phone, mm -hmm. so it shouldn't be hackable, and it doesn't actually travel over the network. Mm -hmm. It just basically validates that 
it to I, you I, on that phone when you go to pay, use PayPal or something. Okay. And I didn't know if you're looking at all those or. Yeah. Very good, very good fun. Okay, let's see, you know, what happened. Okay. So that's what exactly what you mentioned. Okay, let's, let's, let's look at some, uh, <laughs> uh, some events. Okay. Uh, we mentioned it's a mobile device, you know, right? It makes, you know, it's so convenient, right? Mm. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, whether or not you heard of this. Okay, that's good. Uh, one event, uh, these two events are, uh, all are recent. It's last year, uh, there's a, you know, there's a hacker conference called Black Hat USA, right? Uh, in Las Vegas, last year, August, there's a demo, uh, demo. It shows fingerprint on Android phone, okay, Android phone. Uh, can be stolen remotely and at a large scale. It's scary, you know. <laughs> that is the Android phone, you know, Android smartphone. The demo on that. At that time, it looks like this iPhone, uh, Apple, Apple iPhone looks, you know, hey, you know, it's good, right? Uh, but this, uh, this, I got this news just maybe two weeks ago, you know. Yeah. Have you heard of this? Uh, Apple Arrow 53? Not yet, right? You know, that's, uh, if you look at uh, this link, if you go down, now finally they, 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 they discover why this happened, okay? Why this happened, okay? Let's briefly summarize it, okay? So, this, uh, this iPhone increase your home button somehow is damaged. You need a repair. After you repair, if your repair is done by some third party, you know, then your iPhone is killed, is locked. User cannot use it. User cannot use it. The reason is that this, uh, uh, they have this, it's called a touch ID, right? Uh, touch ID. This touch ID is physically bonded with this home button. But, you know, unless, uh, once your home, uh, home button is damaged, unless you repair by the Apple store, then they do some, you know, uh, restart or whatsoever. They can, you know, make it, uh, your biometric safe. But otherwise, your biometric is in danger, you know? Your biometric people can steal or whatsoever. So that's why they totally kill, you know, they kill your, you know, iPhone. That's basically for iPhone 6, for iPhone 6. So, of course, that's what you mentioned, that one. Because originally, you know, iPhone said, okay, I do this encryption whatsoever. Uh, also, the biometric is stored on iPhone, you know. But that's a problem. All the come out, yeah, come out. So it's very serious, yeah, very serious. Also, these people. Once the iPhone is, is, is killed, then all your payment, 
because one one most important issue is Apple Pay, right? That pay, you know, because you throw iPhone to pay make a payment, that uh, immediately is closed. Yeah. So you see, you know, right now, you know, there are so many issues with these uh, biometrics. Uh, uh, but it's a good thing that our research, in fact, advanced a little bit advanced. You know, uh, we we have done some, you know. Let's see what it is. That our new techniques. It's called biometric capsule. Uh, biometric capsule. And the idea is pretty simple. Uh, it basically is a secure fusion of your biometrics and a reference system-wide reference subject. Okay. What is this reference subject? This subject uh, could be just uh, a picture, a doll. You know, you have uh, toys, right? A doll, or whatsoever uh, a logical image. You know, it's a reference subject. Okay, and subject. So you, this reference subject and this your biometric, we do a secure fusing. Yeah, secure fusing. Yeah. So basically, we combine this biometric and the cryptography, the inter integration with existing biometric method and process. Uh, we have three key components. One is key extraction, transformation, secure fusing, and uh, integration. So here is uh, the many features, some unique features. This technique is revocable, uh, is privacy preserving, is robust, is attack resistant. Uh, uh, user's biometric is safe, even biocapsule is stolen, is compromised. Uh, so we call it a biocapsule, okay? We call it a biometric capsule. Uh, biometric capsule. Of course, we know this is universal identity. Okay, you use your, you know, uh, biometric. You can cross different, you know, uh, systems, uh, different platforms, uh, different platforms. Uh, it's broadly applicable. Uh, it can apply the different biometrics, uh, either your fingerprint, either areas, your your face, either some dynamic features, uh, dynamic such as your voice, uh, such as your 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 key, you know, key stroke, you know, patterns. Your, your gestures, because people right now use this uh, iPhone, your gesture to do some authentication. Okay. So all this, all this uh, authentication method can combine with our technique uh, to, to provide this uh, reproducibility and privacy and protection. Uh, another that is uh, trans of course, can at a different, uh, different levels. Uh, this uh, fusing could be at a single level, could at the um, feature level, could at the template level. You know. Another that is transparent to user. You know, user, you, you don't really care. Okay, you just your biometric, either your fingerprint or your face. Uh, your face. Yeah. So it is seamlessly embedded in existing authentication process. It is easy to use and deploy. Uh, but what it is, right? Uh, what is this method? Uh, method? So that's the idea, okay? Yeah. So we still have this uh, re registration phase, right? We have the registration phase. Uh, here you see we have this uh, reference subject. You can just read the, uh, the door whatsoever, right? Uh, it could be physical or it could be logic. Uh, logic is okay. Yeah. Then the user data, uh, you, you extract the feature of both these users uh, features 
you, you will use the sensor, right, to capture this biometric uh, feature tracking. Then this uh, feature tracking will have this uh, uh, secure uh, fusing. Uh, fusing. They you know, form this bio, uh, generated this bio, bio capsule. So that is during the registration. Then during the verification, same users, you know, feature extraction, this reference subject feature direction, you generate this biocapsule, you compare, yeah, you compare. So exactly the same as existing authentication process. So the, it is biocapsule which are generated, stored, transferred, and compared. For okay, if you have any further question, just stop, okay? Just ask, you know, so that you can, you know, clarify. Uh, what is this process? Okay, okay. In fact, this idea, we, we, we propose this idea is in 2011. We published one, one paper at a conference, uh, conference. But how to design this, you know, this, uh, really this biocapsule? Uh, It'll take uh, uh, two more years, you know, two more years. Then we really finally we design uh, the solid uh, design. We come out a solid design. Okay, solid. Okay, this this was published in a triple transaction computer in 2014. Okay, here is the overall the idea. Uh, you see this user biometrics and the reference biometrics. In fact, we treat this user and reference. At the same weight, they are equivalent. No user a little bit, you know, weight more than this uh, biometric. Because uh, you know, if this uh, user biometric weight more than the reference subject, there could be some, you know, hints, you know, you know, is easy to cause this some kind of cross matching attack. But we treat it the exact same, uh, uh, equally. So you get this. Uh, we have this key extraction uh, from user's biometric. Uh, you extract the keys, and uh, from reference subject, the biometric, you extract the key. Uh, then each key is used to transform. So for example, this biometric, that key will transform this user biometric, okay? Then this user's key will transform this reference subject biometric, yeah, through this transformation. After transformation, this transformed and this transformed the daughter fusing. Uh, the fusing you get a one you know fused object. Uh, from this fused object, you get uh, you you use uh, you generate a template. Uh, generate a template. So here basically this key tracking is very very <laughs> very tricky. Okay, uh, how to design this key tracking algorithm? Uh, uh, so we need to balance this key stability and uh, distinguishability. Uh, for same person, you try to can get uh, almost the identical key or similar key, but for different different person, the key will be much different, uh, much different. Uh, how do you balance this? Uh, balance this. Mm -hmm. this transformation, the purpose of this transformation is very important because we have we assume this uh, reference subject is a system wide. Okay. Because you, you don't need a, you know, your own, you know, because that may be another additional. So, uh, of course, we'll discuss later. Okay. So, this transformation make, make this, uh, because this is a system wise, right? But through this transformation, 
you get a user-specific reference object. That's very important. That we avoid, you know, because normally if you have a shared subject in the system, right, then there could be some, you know, these attacks, you know, because you try to just break that shared stuff. Okay, but uh, but uh, even this shared subject, but we transform it. After transformation, that become a user specific, user specific. So that's very important. Okay. So finally, this fusion, uh, fusion. They transformed uh, these uh, uh, two sub, sub uh, two objects. They fuse together. Uh, together. So in terms of formula, you can see in, uh, this fusing is is not uh, very. It's pretty straightforward. This uses biometric times reference subject the key plus reference subject the features times user key. Then you plug together. Of course, here we have some modular operation. Modular operation. Okay, here you know, I'm not sure. Maybe we have many graduate students, right? Okay, let's ask you some questions. <laughs> what is this key? Could you think of what this key is? Could you guess or reason? Okay, it basically is just uh, you can think a zero one sequence, the binary sequence. Okay, the binary sequence. But is that okay? Any problem? If you look at it here, so in fact, at the beginning when I designed, we use this zero one zero one sequence as a key. But that you know have a very bad uh, performance. The accuracy reduces a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. So then, of course, it's pretty easy. But uh, you know you need to think about it. You need to think of it, you know you get it this way. You know. So instead, it's zero one sequence. We change it to minus one and one sequence. All these zero change it to minus one. Uh, change to minus one. The issue with zero is that when here you do some multiplication, that zero will cancel out some features. If you have many zeros, you cancel out many features. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. So we change to minus one. We keep it. All the features are kept there. Then here we throw a modular. Yeah, the modular. So all the features are kept there. That's great. Now, that's why you know this efficiency. The, the, the accuracy is still kept. It's still kept. It's almost the same as the existing system. Okay. So that is the basic idea. We have this key tracking. Of course, this key tracking itself, we have uh, several levels. Is uh, some you know is a is a is a is an algorithm. Okay, a key tracking algorithm. Uh, so that's the basic idea. Let's look at uh, the integration. Uh, integration. Uh, at this time, you see, just this uh, red red block. This is uh, the biocapsule part. Biocapsule part. Then outside is still existing biometric authentication process. Uh, process. So our module uh, nicely embedded in existing biometric 
uh, authentication process. But, uh, even you know all these you know uh, template generation, this feature tracking, we can use existing method. We we don't design our own. We just use existing this biometric uh, feature tracking whatsoever. Uh, the method. Uh, yes. So in in addition, this integration can be at any level. Can at a single level. Okay, here we show it at a feature level. Uh, in fact, it can at a single level, can at a template level. Uh, template level. So that is very you know generic, uh, very flexible. So like I mentioned, you know, it can be applied uh, with any biometrics, such as the face, areas, fingerprint, even dynamic user behavior. Uh, of course, uh, we have this scheme, right? We need a proof. First, it's secure, it's attack resistant. Second, we need a proof it is performance is good. Okay. okay. Uh, so, in terms of this uh, security and the privacy preserving, uh, we did uh, the theoretical analysis. We also did an experiment. It, you know, it can defend against this uh, cross-matching attack. It can defend against uh, this, uh, even this uh, biometric, uh, bio biometric template is compromised. You, know, you have no way to recover original biometric. Uh, no. We pro uh, we propose these different uh, different uh, security pro um, properties. Uh, also, these uh, properties through the experiment, we also validate it. Uh, it satisfies this kind of you know, um, property. Uh, another in terms of performance, uh, performance. So we have some preliminary result on errors, uh, errors. Mm. So. Basically, such as this, uh, uh, this, uh, this log, log gobble is a typical this uh, Aries code, this authentication you know, method. method. And this IC is a typical you know, Aries database, uh, database. So we use this uh, existing method, then this is example uh, plus our biometric capsule. We just compute this biocapsule. Still use this. Uh, uh, this Aries code to do the comparison feature tracking whatsoever. Yeah. If you look at uh, these uh, error rates, uh, these are exactly the same. These are a little bit uh, off, okay, yeah, a little bit off. Uh, is the, the, in terms of this uh, uh, accuracy is almost the same, okay, almost the same. Uh, of course, if you have this uh, uh, if this uh, data side, you do some, you know, processing, make the Im image much more, you know, uh, high quality, quality, then it's much better. Okay, it's much better. Right. So that's in terms of performance. Uh, performance. Yeah. But this one is on errors, errors. In fact, one issue last, you know, maybe. Uh, we, we submitted this to NSF for, 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 for as a proposal submit. We have a, a future work. One important issue in this is that is this method applied to other biometrics? Yeah, they said that's a serious concern. If you just use, can use that areas, you know, what's the deal? So that, uh, 
then we okay. This is some theoretical, some quantity comparison. Okay, quantity quantity comparison in terms of this brute force attack, close mating attack, collision attack, those token attack. You know, ours. You know, that are you know is approved. Okay, approved. Uh, for some others, is not known yet. Not okay. So anyway, that in terms of security. Uh, then we extended. I said, okay, let's see whether this applied to other biometrics. We use face. Okay, we use face. Uh, in fact, this previous uh, ex uh, experiment was done by my PhD student. She already graduated. <laughs> graduated. Then on this uh, on this face, many parts I done by myself. I just online find a face recognition system. Uh, I said, okay, let's see whether this method can combine to face. Uh, combine to face. Yeah. So this experiment result. After I saw this result, I feel, oh, that's great. Yeah, great. Maybe a little bit uh, on this face, you can see, you know. Uh, okay, this one is existing method. Because when you compare these uh, two biometric, right, uh, this face and this face, okay, if you are same person, the distance, the similarity is pretty close, right? Uh, the distance should be closer. Distance means the difference, okay? Different. Uh, if it's two different person, they are much distant, right? Uh, much distant. So, so basically, you can see, uh, uh, for the same user, for the same user, the distance are. Is around this uh, below this one one eighty something like that. It's for two different users. The face image, the distance is much larger. It's larger than one eighty. Right. Okay. So this x axis uh, is the existing method. You know, we just online download the open source uh, software. Uh, it. Then this y axis is our bio capsule. Our biocapsule will compute this uh, similarity and uh, within the same, same person and uh, between uh, uh, two persons, two people. So you see, so this is, uh, this is uh, our experiment, uh, our, our, uh, this is a biocapsule result. Okay. So you see here, you can see if this is a cut line, the threshold for you, for you to distinguish whether it's the same person or it's a different person, right? Different. Then you see here, it clearly there's a correspondence. Correspondence. Do you get the idea? Okay. Because if below, if I said this at a threshold, if below is same person, if above is different person. Different person. So basically, this uh, almost proof. Okay. As long as your existing biometric method, you can distinguish same person or different person, then we add a biocapsule there, you still can, you know, uh, determine whether it's same person or different person. So that is so convincing, you know, because this 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 face recognition software is just online, random download, download a software and do this experiment. Just uh, embedded our code there, our biocapsule code. Uh, there. So, 
that only you know this bell capsule uh, here I said is consistent and proportional to the existing approaches. This this once again also uh, validate this technique is uh, applicable to any biometrics, not only iris, not only face. Uh, in fact, a fingerprint. In fact, I don't know. I have one student there. He is doing a, uh, on this thing, use this fingerprint to add other biocapsule. Uh, bio, bio so, so that's you know uh, the experiment result. So here we do some uh, high level comparison with existing biometric method. Okay, for existing biometric method, uh, uh, some you need you know these pins. Right. Uh, okay, for user for password, that's you know that's much more. So we are pinless because we have a system uh, wide uh, subject, a system reference subject. User, you don't need to carry, you know, uh, you, you don't need, you don't need your own, you know. So you don't need to carry anything, or memorize anything. So it's pinless. So no burden on users. And for existing method, normally they reduce this authentication accuracy. But this one is preserved accuracy. Yeah. Also, we through experiment is validated. And existing system, there are some attacks. Because um, almost all existing system later was found there are some attacks. But uh, we theoretical proof, uh, also experiment uh, validate this technique is attack resistant. Attack resistant. Yeah. Uh, specific versus generic. Many existing biometric this uh, protecting um, technique that focus on either face or either areas or what's well specific, but uh, our technique the pretty is generic, uh, generic. Uh, also, you know, uh, our system this kind of um, different biometrics, different black platforms, uh, like what I mentioned. You know, I can use it on iPhone. Right now, I think. If uh, when after implementation this iPhone, you randomly select a picture, then your biometric will fuse with that picture, just store on iPhone. Once your iPhone is stolen, that's fine. You know, you select a different uh, reference subject, you get a new bio capsule. Yeah. The idea here is here: this bio capsule, even the attacker uh, compromise it, uh, get it. Furthermore, even this reference subject, the attacker get it. From this reference subject, as well as this bio capsule, there's no way he can get back the user's biometric. You cannot get back a user's biometric. So it's not only you know is replaceable, also is revocable, uh, irrevocable. You cannot revoke. No, no, you cannot you know. Non-invertible. You cannot invert. Cannot invert. Uh, also, you know, multiple credentials, one universal credential. Okay. So basically, you know, uh, you just your either your face or your fingerprint, just one this one, but you have a different system, right? If different, each system will have different reference subject, right? Your same biometric, you can use a different system. Yeah, different system. That we call the one credential for all system. For all yeah. uh, non-transparency, transparency. You know, our technique. You know, user do not need to carry anything. You know, you just use. You know, the system will carry it. Uh, it's transparent. Uh, okay. okay, so 
that is a uh, that is the main technique uh, technique uh, any question I do here uh. yeah basically you are assuming that the uh, biometric cannot be stolen is that right or uh, because they can put, put a free boot somewhere Hmm? You know, currently, all the current technique, right? Your biometric tablet present, right? Present. If your biometric tablet is stolen, then you lose your biometrics. You lose your identity. But this one, even this biocapsule is stolen. You just revoke it. You know, you get another, you use your same biometric, you get another biocapsule. I see the advantage in what you are saying, but are you also assuming that biometrics cannot be stolen or? In existing system, you, you need to assume that one. You cannot be stolen. Because once stolen, you lost it. You lost your biometrics. Yes. But this one, you could. I, I think the question really is, so for example, what happens if someone lifts your fingerprint and builds a model of your finger? Um, OK. Uh, they use your fingerprint, right? They, they use no, your finger. No, I'm saying basically, say you go to a booth, they say you, they're going to make a free eye exam. They're going to get a copy of your iris. Uh -huh. You go somewhere, they say, touch this one, they're going to get this free gift. So you're going to get your fingerprint. You're going to get your picture, and then they're going to combine them through the face recognition and everything, and then they get everything that you got. So if it is stolen, then you are, basically, you, you are gone. You, you, out of the system, you can't do anything. That's a good question, you know. In fact, very interesting, uh, a few days ago, you know, we implemented this system, you know, in the system. Uh, then, you know, our university, the, the university uh, security, it's called the uh, Information Security Office, you know, something, university, uh, that, that uh, engineer, security engineer, he, you know, we, we, are, we are working on this. He is so, like, like you mentioned, you know, he tried to test this system whether it works. Uh, what he does is that, because we have this system, right? Right now, if I run it, if you come here, you know, you can registration, you can log in. If you, you can log in. If another person tries to uh, impersonate you, then, you know, you reject it. You failed. You know, failed authentication. Then, what he did is that he, he used his own computer, he took a picture. Because this one we are, we are on face, we are on face. He, he take a picture. He take a picture. Then, uh, because this one I need a, I need to take the picture, right? Uh, when I run this one, uh, 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 a dynamic take your picture. Then through authentication. What he did is he used his own computer, laptop, uh, uh, take the picture. Then put that use that. That picture on his, uh, his computer, right? Use that computer, let this one take a picture. I thought, oh, at the beginning, I thought, okay, this is the same person, right? It should, should pass. Wonderful result, the field. He said, wow, you're really so good. You know, you, you know, I've tried to, you know, cheat, you know. It's through, this means, for now, like you mentioned, right? You take a, uh, you just take my, my face. You try to, try to do that one. That doesn't work. It is really rejected. You know, I I, I, really, I couldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> that's maybe I think one reason that uh, uh, because I'm not you know this is in biometric. We don't get a deep into biometric. We just use the existing biometric method. Existing biometric method. Uh, 
this, uh, if you dynamically take a real picture, and uh, that kind of picture, you know, you want to retake again, that may have some, you know, difference. You know, I, I'm not sure, you know, that's what, what, because from the result like that. And another, because this system really assume we should be, this, this user, when it does the authentication, is this user need to be there. In biometric, it had something called the lively test, okay, lively detection. Okay, the system can detect when or not this is a real user, you know, because the real user, right, your, either your face or whatsoever, right, they, they can detect whether or not this is a real user or is not a, is a fake, fake image you put there. So we can combine with this kind of lively test to really, you know, uh, to, to defend against that kind of attack. Uh, thank you for that, you know, that's a good point, very good point. I think, I, I think the key there is that's something that existing, you know, underlying, so facial recognition methods, there yes. are various things like the yes. liveness detection, yes. like uh, being able to change the lighting yes. on each authentication and see whether what you see yeah. is what you expect to see. Yeah. Uh, those exist as tests within the existing method, and this can use any of those existing methods. Yeah what this is really giving you is once you have a good biometric method it's a way to store the data so that it's revocable but it's it, you know it's it's got the same weaknesses that whatever existing method would have in terms of your faking out the system yeah, yeah 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 what it's gaining is if someone steals the device they all they get is that one device yes they cannot get a, get back your biometrics you know yeah. Then, but, you know, you can, you know, buy a new device, use the same fingerprint, you register with another reference subject. Is that all your research right now? Is crypt yes. Crypt yeah. In fact, this result, uh, this experiment, I just did uh, maybe three, three months ago. Then this system, you know, we imp imp implemented maybe just two months ago. We did some experiment, no, experiment. Uh, but this one, this result, this result that we did is, uh, in 2013, that by my PhD student. No. Uh, because this one took a long, long time, from the 2011, that the first paper, to this 2014. We just published, uh, okay, here is a paper, you know. Uh, the first paper is in this uh, international conference, it's called ICCN, uh, ICCN. Uh, that's 2011. But how to design that, uh, that key extraction, then the secure fusion, it takes a long, long time. Because also we need the experiment to validate it. So then, uh, two years later, you know, we, we get it, then this published, you know. Another, this, this really is that, uh, that 2014, we published that result. But that uh, on face, that is after, you know, NSF, they reject the proposal, that, okay, whether your method is used for other biometrics, so, uh, you know, we extend to face. That, that result is a new one. We haven't published anything yet. Uh, anything yet. Uh, okay, let's look at this, uh, some future work. Any more questions? Only, in fact, only after, you know, I did this experiment on this one, I feel much, much more confident. Okay, this technique is really, you know, is solid. Yeah, it's solid. It matches so well, you know.
Yeah, I'd rather I just do two. Only two. Yes. What else are you looking at? No, no, I'm looking at the fingerprint. Only, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, uh, I just bought uh, two iPhone, uh, about two iPhone, uh, not iPhone, Android phone. Uh, I bought a uh, fingerprint scanner. It's uh, just the order, you know, it, it may be coming next week. My student will work on it. We'll find an online fingerprint, any fingerprint software. Um, are, what else devices are you using besides cell phone and have you tested it on? Uh, I tested that time. Okay, this experiment uh, I tested in, the, in our supercomputer system, okay? But uh, the, the prototype system I implemented is here. It's just that uh, I use the Java, but I use existing exist image, you know, picture taking also the software, you know? I use that software. Of course, this one, and when I do the authentication, right now, right now this is because I downloaded the online software uh, face recognition is in MATLAB. MATLAB. Uh, of course, in the future, we will convert to Java code or something like that. This MATLAB, you know, they, they need some lessons. We just use uh, our university that uh, server machine, they have MATLAB. You know, so this, this computer will send the biometric to the server, server computer, the biocapsule whatsoever, you know, uh, to this kind of stuff, you know, to the match. This this you uh, mainly write in Java server side and the client side both in Java. But the server side it will call that uh, MATLAB to do this feature tracking, to do this uh, comparison whatsoever. You know, to that. Thank you. Any any other question? Yeah. I I do have one. Uh, you know how much is this tied? I is is there a risk if I try to say create a biometric that's going to work on a distributed system? Or, or is this really something that I should only be using to create a capsule that works on one device? That's a good question. Let's, let's look at our future work. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for future work, why we call it active authentication? Uh, in fact, active authentication means your first time you log into a system, right? You need a through authentication. Um, but right now, there are many security breach, breaches is after your login. Because after your login system, right? Maybe your, open, your session is still open. Maybe you go to the rest of the room or whatsoever, right? Maybe some uh, attacker you know, come in, you know, because you are already in the open session, right? They can, you know, steal something, you know, important. Anyway, they are launching attacks, okay? So this active authentication means even during the login session, it will periodically uh, do the authentication. Uh, do the authentication. This for password, of course, is is very difficult because you know maybe ten minutes you are typing your password, another ten minutes you type your password, right? That doesn't work. That doesn't work. But for biometrics, it's very possible. You can do this automatically. For example, for if you if you sit on the computer, right? It's a dynamic. Every maybe ten minutes, they automatically take a picture send your picture to a server to do authentication. That is called active authentication. It is also called continuous authentication. Of course, this you need some technique to do it. Okay. Uh, you need to set the window, um, this sample of uh, how quick you want to take the picture, right? Then in between, some people, you know, attack here, right? 
you know, when you go out, you know, another person come in, then it'll take a picture, then it will be wrong, you know, right? Anyway, you need this kind of, you know, it's called active authentication. Right? So basically, uh, once you log in, it'll continue, okay? Continue to the, you know, uh, to the authentication. This is uh, one important issue, you know, right now, there are some research. We, we also have uh, two people on this active authentication. We did some limited experiment. You said we can integrate this with existing embedded systems and stuff, right? So yes. uh, in real time for, say, control gates or airport security, or what is the latency this would in introduce compared to whatever is there right now? OK, that's a good question. OK. Uh, that part, OK, we, we do not consider this biometric part. Okay? That biometric part, uh, you know, that you use existing technique, whatsoever it is. Our, the, just that the biocapsule computation part, we did this experiment is around uh, 0 0.5 seconds. You know, all this is key tracking, you know, uh, transformation, secure fusion. It's pretty reasonable, you know, pretty reasonable. Thank you, that's a good point, yeah. Well, I think we're running out of time, so. Okay, anyway. Oh, okay, oh, you've okay. got. So we have some, you know, this is called a privacy preserving PC generation. Okay, right now the method is that your biometric need to send to the server, server computer the biocapsule. But we can further, uh, how to further it is that my biometric will not send it to the server, okay? You know, your server have a reference subject, I have my biometric, we use a secure two-party computation. We compute their biocapsule. So that uh, even the server, you never get my bio biometrics, okay? Uh, so, in fact, we, we, we have, you know, some basic idea, you know, how to use this secure two-party multiplication and a separate two-party addition to compute it. So that uh, even your server, you could be compromised or you may not be fully trusted. It's okay. We can still, you know, use this biometric system. Uh, of course, here, you know, we can use this overall identity management. Uh, suppose you have an identity, uh, identity provider, uh, identity provider, you have many, you know, service provider. You have many services. Through so this identity provider, for each uh, service provider, okay, for each system, it it provide a reference subject. Same user biometric through this identity provider, it get a different uh, biocapsule for different system, for different services. You know, that you can use this. Uh, this is good for government. You have one identity management server. Uh, provider, then you have many different you know, systems. Like Another is what maybe you mentioned, this total distributed system. Yeah, total distributed system. Yeah, you can, you know, through this client, you know, uh, there are different servers, okay, the different servers. You can do the cross, cross, uh, cross this chained authentication, uh, authentication. Of course, here, uh, we, we propose another research task. We haven't finished it yet. It's called a bio -compa bio capsule composition. Composition uh, means you know whenever you know one user's bio capsule is stolen, we need to get a new reference subject, right? Uh, but uh, for this new reference subject, all other users may need to re-enrollment. Through this bio, bio capsule composition, this other user may not need to re, re, re you know re-enrollment. But we can automatically through this older biocapsule and this new reference subject we get a new biocapsule for this user. Uh, this is also a research task, you know, for future, you know, for future work. Yeah.
Uh, of course, in this between, you can use what's well the secure multiple competition. You, you, you pro protect the bio capsule, you know. Uh, this is biometric. Really, you know, don't get to anywhere, just yourself. Even the server will know it, will not know it. Uh, anyway, that uh, basically the, the some ideas, you know, questions. Okay, I'd like to thank you. Yeah. Any other, I think uh, we'll have to hold any questions kind of offline as we're kind of hit on time here, but uh, see you all next week. Thanks for braving the snow. Okay, thank you. If you have any questions, you know, you can email me or also we can discuss, okay? Yeah.